Blog Talk Radio. Every single day, something's gonna come your way, good or bad. You don't need to hang your head, gotta make a move instead. Don't be mad, there's always a way to get everything the positive in your life. Nothing can stop you now, that's the way we live now. And you are listening to The Good Life, TGL promotes a commitment to a lifestyle of resourcefulness. This is a movement, y'all. We are about celebrating the innovators, the risk takers, the movers, the shakers, the go-getters, those who go open up the doors for themselves and ultimately for others. Those who go find a way to make it all happen, and we call them our do-gooders. That's you, our listening audience, of course. And we are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. It's July 22nd. It's a beautiful, lovely day. No humidity. Thank God for my natural hair. And we want to take the time out to thank our supporters, our community, and our family, and our friends for their positive energy and tangible support to the vision. We never take it lightly, the power to influence, the power to inspire and empower. And as we always do, as you receive, pay it forward. Our lines are open, 347-838-8917. Once again, our lines are open, 347-838-8917. Now listen, do-gooders, we want to send our love from all the way to Tennessee, because that's where my lovely co-host Shay Memager is. We want to give our, our love, energy, and support. She'll be back with us next week. But listen, I wish she was here, because I love you, do-gooders, but you know my girl Shay. I got to vent. But usually I say that I need help, do-gooders, help me, but no, not not this week. Not this week. This week I'm very clear. I don't need no help. Today I want to talk about something that has really been on my heart and mind. I had to. I had a interesting two weeks. Oh, gosh, these past two weeks have been crazy, but actually very good. A lot of interesting things going on. One, for one, I've been meeting a lot of different people and having interesting conversations. I so miss connecting and interacting, that FaceTime, that contact. And so one of my interactions um, that I had, and actually several, was, in, you know, involved me encouraging some of my sister girlfriends, some of my sisters, you know, and... I find that a lot of my friends and successful, beautiful women are going through the same thing. And what that is is a need to connect, you know, a need to feel connected, a need to have some type of consistency and interaction, particularly with the opposite sex. And I'm finding that a lot of my friends, like I said, beautiful, successful, you know, uh, intelligent, have bright futures ahead of them that, you know, are doing very well, are by themselves. And, not, and, not, and this conversation is not just because they are, they are, they are single. The issue is they are feeling, and, and I've also spoken to some men about it too, people are not feeling connected. And what I've 
come to understand, especially in this day and age, I really believe that conversing has become a lost art form. I don't know. What, what do you think? Because I don't, I find that right now in this day and age with, you know, technology, establishing connections through technology seems like it's the primary way of, of getting to know somebody. And it could be very stressful because it's like, okay, you know, you establish connection, yes, you're reaching out, you have your followers, your Twitter followers, or whoever, your Instagram followers, but out of those people that are there, what are the, out of all of the people that are following you, that like your pics, that you're, I don't know, friends with on Facebook, how many of those interactions are meaningful, you know, and how frequent are those interactions? Are they just like touch and go, hi and goodbye, or, you know, maybe you'll send them a happy birthday message when it's their birthday, but there's no prolonged, meaningful, um, real interactions. Nothing is being sustained. Dialogue is not being sustained. You know, there's no depth there. Uh, and so I I find that it has, it definitely, you know, we love technology and technology has done wonderful things for us, but I think that relationships have suffered. I think relationships have suffered. For instance, I was at a barbecue a couple of days ago, and brother was trying to, I guess when I was about to leave the barbecue, um, you know, because during the time I was at the barbecue, you know, it was, you know, good, good, fun times. Everybody was having a good time. Music was going, good, fun time. So that interaction I had with him just, you know, just in passing, you know, enjoying the barbecue, nothing, nothing was going on. But when I was about to leave, I guess he felt like this was his opportunity. And so instead of asking for my number, guess what he asked for, do good as Do I have an Instagram? Now, help me understand. Help me understand this, do good as Please call in 347-838-917. Is that the new... Dating is it is it is 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 that is that what what's going on? So you won't ask for the number. So that's, is that what's going on now? They won't ask you for your number, rather they ask you for your Instagram. Now th- this is the thing. I do realize and I see that uh, Instagram has provided some of these brothers and sisters because <laughs> we're not a male bashing show, but it, it provides people with options. You're scrolling through people's lives. Like it's a menu, it's a smorgasbord of flavors and tastes. And and so I'm assuming that, you know, the indication of your preference through the stroke of a follow or a like button is supposed to somehow act as a smoke signal. Like, here I am, look at me, I'm interested, <laughs> I'm interested. Is that what it's supposed to be? Because if so, that's not enough. I don't want smoke and mirrors. I'm not looking for smoke signals. I'm supposed to read through the lines. No, no, no. I'm kind of old school in the sense of, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm starting to think, yes, let's exchange information. Because guess what? Once I give you my number and you give me yours, now I have, now I have the option, right, of, you know, if you call me, I have the option of whether or not I want to pick up the phone or not. I can actually make I can actually make that choice. Whereas if I give you my Instagram, if I give you my Instagram account or my Facebook or whatever the case may be, now you have all this kind of access to my life. I don't want you seeing all my pictures and my birthday party and who I'm hanging out with. First of all, people, Facebook, make sure. See, let me just say, I love my I love my friends and I love my people, but my. 
Facebook friend list is not available to all. Why do you need to know who who's friends with me? I don't. You don't need to know who all my friends are, who I kick it with. So, I feel like giving my social media account to all, you know, that might be interested, it's a little bit too much. It's a little bit team too much. So, um, you know, the whole Instagram. Let me get your Instagram. Let me get your Instagram handle. Uh, I'm not for that. That's not for me. And you know what I realized? Everything, you know, a profile pic and a and 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 a, and a list. You know, you having somebody's profile pic and you scrolling through their, you know, being friends with them and all this other stuff. That's really not going to tell you. It's not going to give you information. It's really not going to get down to the core of the individual. It's really only surface level. But I realize that most relationships these days are surface. Nobody really wants, like I said, the people that I was speaking to in the past two weeks, the complaint has been universal and consistent. No one wants to take the time, invest the time beyond this social media frenzy that we have going on. Listen, social media is great. My business the Good Life Online Radio Show and me as an actress definitely can benefit from a strong media presence. We love that and we welcome that. However, when we're talking about dating, it's not enough. And I know that Shay spoke to y'all and she's been speaking to y'all over the past couple of weeks about her tender, her being on the tender. You know, it works for some people. <laughs> And for others, I'm not trying to be catfished. I'm I'm not, listen, you know, you go on these profiles and you think maybe you got, I don't know, who's Brad Pitt, let's just say, and then you realize you got some kind of Sasquatch. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's, it's just not, that's not it. So I'm not too um, keen on the, uh, social media as a way of dating. But I do realize it provides, you know, you can, it provides more of an opportunity to kind of spread your wings and possibly spread yourself too thin. But the issue with technology and all this social media and, and, and all of that is that, you know, God bless it, but, you know, conversing is so important. You can get so much through a basic conversation with someone. For instance, Number one, their tone of voice. You know, tone of voice says so much. Everybody's level of um, sarcasm is not the same. You know, even when you're writing an email, you're sending an email to someone or a text message, some people read between the lines to the point where your jovial message can be misconstrued into something else. Sometimes you need to hear someone's tone of voice. Do they miss you or are they excited to hear about you? You know, an exclamation point, a smiley face, you know, (laughs) Yeah, that might work for some, but you actually want to, sometimes you can send LOL, left all out, and, and you plain face while you're typing it. You're really not LOL. And it's just, it's just, you, you do, you're doing it out of, um, just, you're just doing it out of routine. You're not really laughing out loud. You're not holding your stomach in if your stomach hurts because you're laughing. You, it's routine. And, People don't want routine, they want the real. So conversing, you don't hear the person's tone of voice when you're over the Internet, okay? Number two, uh, I would think also, this is important to me, I want to hear some background noise, yes? Yes. Listen, somebody tell you they're single, 
They don't have any children. <laughs> that background noise will let the cat out the bag. It's good to hear somebody in their natural, hopefully they're at home or they're, they're in some kind of environment that they frequent. It's kind of good to hear that background noise. You get some little bit of information, okay? I also think, um, like I said, tone of voice also lends to temperament, you know, how quickly does somebody get upset or, or you know, just, just to get their temperament? These are things that you cannot get online. You can't get these things online, brothers and sisters. Also, this is what's really, really, I, I think people overlook this. When you are on the phone with someone, say you met that, you know, you say you have exchanged information and you finally do get that conversation, you... <laughs> Some people don't want it. Some people would say something to you that they'd rather not type, right? So you might get a different kind of dialogue when you speak to someone, yes? Now, the type of question that people ask will definitely give you some information about them. Sometimes the types of questions that a, a woman may ask or even a man may ask may show a certain level of insecurity. Think about some questions that somebody may have asked you. You know, were you happy? You know, were you, uh, when was your, do you, uh, <laughs> one question. Um, so with your ex, you know, who who broke up with who? Why is that poor? The only thing you need to know is always, it's the ex. <laughs> because if somebody asks you that, they're really trying to find out where you the one left broken hearted. See, it's, people are real slick now. They get, get, real, get, get real slick with the questions. See, every question has a layer. Don't think that people are just randomly asking you questions to ask you a question. It's always a layer. You've got to think ten steps ahead. But I'm saying some, ty- some ty- types of questions that people can ask you will give you some information about who they are as a person. Think about it. Also, you know, when you can speak with someone, you also get a little bit more information about, when I say sarcasm, sarcasm is important. Sarcasm takes a level of intellect <laughs> because some people don't know how to take sarcasm. They don't, they, it, it does take a level of intellect to understand that somebody is really not as serious as the question, serious as what they're saying, that there's something <laughs> behind it of humor. And so whether or not somebody can take sarcasm, whether or not a person can be humorous and be funny on the spot, some of those things are important to people, you know. Can you, are you lighthearted? Can you be lighthearted if necessary? And so I really find that, in this day and age, I, I call it a microwave age, you know. Everything is quick, fast, easy, honey, pop it in, press a button, wait two, three minutes, boop, it's ready. And that's kind of how people conduct themselves in relationships and how they view relationships, you know. And you have the beautiful, intelligent, hardworking um, goal-oriented men and women who really want to build and have a substantial relationship, a relationship that, 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 you know, can last and can go the long haul. But those types of relationships are not microwave. You just can't pop that in. It's not a Pop-Tart. It's something you got to bake. You got to season. You <laughs> you got to season that thing first. You got you got to first you got to clean it. You got to season it. You got to let it marinate in the in the season. You got to it takes some time. It's a process. And some people unfortunately, and it could be due to uh cuz you have people out there who feel like, "Listen, I 
I, I put the season in. I, 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 I let it marinate. I baked it. I took time. I waited for it. I did everything I could do with it. And I, it took that took two years out of my life. That took four years out of my life, five and ten years. And at the end of that time, I was left where I was in the beginning. I was left with nothing. And so you have people who are not willing, and I understand. I understand what that is. You have people who are not willing to invest that time because of the fear now, the fear that uh, it would be a waste of time, that whatever I would have put into that three, four, five, ten years would have been all of my resources, all of my energy and and, and uh, support and and all of that. For what? To come out empty-handed? But listen, I think that every relationship, whether it lasts a long haul or doesn't, it's still um, – valuable, you know, but I understand that people just don't want to waste their time, and time is a precious commodity, but people are not giving it these days. They're really not, you know, and these microwave relationships or microwave situations that people want to sustain with a microwave mentality is not realistic, you know, and so like I said, with the rise of technology, we thank God for technology, but it has impacted in how we communicate and what we ex- our level of expectation from one another. Email. Email is a wonderful thing. But, you know, you send a few lines. Hey, that's not a, you know, people are trying to connect. But unless you sustain that interaction, it's not really meaningful. People are, people are asking people out through text messages, you know. And, not, and now a text message you know, at least you would send it back in the day, you know, you would at least send a, a, a sentence through a text message. Now everything is through emoji. So now what? So now what? You send me an emoji, and now I'm supposed to read through the lines to try to figure out what the what you really mean through the emoji? No, people need to converse. Conversing is a lost art form. And you know what? I don't know. Help me out, do-gooders. Is it that people are... Are they unsure? Are they afraid to be themselves? You know? I don't know. Are they afraid to... Maybe some people are just not confident in who they are. Maybe they don't think that they are enough to the extent that somebody would want to spend an hour on the phone with them or two hours. You know, if they're free time, but, you know, an hour, two hours, just getting to know, you know, know them. Maybe they don't think that they are worth that kind of... I mean, do you do good Call me. Let me know. Three four seven eight three eight eight nine one seven. This is the good life. Do you think? I mean, you know, because sometimes we don't ask ourselves these hard questions. Is it we don't do these things because we don't believe for ourselves that we are worth that kind of of um, concerted effort? Is it that? Is it that you are afraid to? Be vulnerable, because I really think in this day and age, vulnerability, because conversing does require a level of of vulnerability, especially if you're talking to someone that maybe you are interested in dating, or you you, you know you have some kind of uh, romantic interest in, or that kind of thing. It it requires a level of vulnerability, you know. But I think in this day and age, vulnerability is somewhat looked at as as weakness that you're somewhat at a at a loss 
that someone has a one up on you. But you have to be, if you want, I think that if you want to, and both parties have to be willing now, it just can't be one. We just can't have one bleeding lamb and the other one is closed off. Both parties now, in order to get past that microwave relationship or microwave interaction, both parties have to be open to feel something. Both parties have to be open to learn something new. Both parties have to challenge themselves to reach out. You have to challenge yourself to be just to be just to be open. Uh, listen, have you ever gone to a restaurant? <laughs> Have you ever gone to a restaurant and see and 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 see uh, someone having a meal, and they're just sitting there with their meal, looking out through the window or looking around the cafe or just sitting. Sometimes when you see something like that, people look at people like that as weirdos. Usually what you do if you see someone sitting by themselves, guess what they have in their hand? They have uh, some kind of device. They have their iPhone. They have their iPad. They have a book. They have something. is They're texting. You know, people typically walk around with shields up. We shield ourselves. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody in a cafe, in a restaurant, table for one, enjoying their meal, just people watching and enjoying the ambiance and enjoying, the, you know, their food and really taking it, taking it in and not scarfing it down, but just really just taking in the day. I'm here by myself. I'm loving this restaurant. Oh, the people are beautiful. The service is great. Hopefully the service is great. But have you ever seen it? And when you do see that, people, when people do see individuals sitting by themselves just looking out, they look at them as weirdos. Or just kind, it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. I wonder, what's that, what is that person looking at? And that's a shame. But it, it is indicative of the fact that most of us, Today, we, we showed ourselves, we distanced ourselves from eye contact. We distanced ourselves from, 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 from interaction, from really, we block the world out. We do, and I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's intentional. You have people who have some emotional, you know, things that they have to work through, and it is, and it is intentional that they do that, but I think subconsciously. And I also it could be a, a, um, a combination of where you live, too, because I know, you know, we're broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. New York City, if you've ever been here, it's hustle and bustle. Hustle, everything is fast, 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 go, go, go. Everything, everybody's on go, <laughs> you know. So that could also be part of it, where you live and, and the the climate in terms of um, how things go there, you know, the culture. But most often as individuals in today's society, we block, we, we tend to just, you know, we block the world out. If somebody, you, you go to the South, right, and it's, and it's <laughs> certain parts. I remember growing up and I would go to, you know, visit my great-grandmother when she was alive, God bless her soul. And, uh, you know, on the drive there, we knew. We knew when we were in the South because, you know, in her area, people would just, you know, honk their horns and say hello, especially if they saw you had uh, out-of-state license plates. And we would, and I can remember as a, as, a te- as a child and as a teen saying, why are, they, why are they honking at me? They don't know me. 
That was my that was my mindset. I couldn't fathom somebody just wanting to say good morning to me for the sake of saying good morning or saying hi, like really saying hello and looking me in my eyes and, and just for the sake of saying hi, passing by through life. At that time, it was it was kind of uh, uncomfortable. Now I enjoy it. I appreciate it as I've gotten older. But I, I, I find that we want to the women that I've spoke to and they want to they want to connect. They want to feel. They want to be out of their heads. You know, we we deal with so much as individuals from day to day, just trying to hold it down on our own or trying to come up with the answers to life. Trying to I don't know, I guess substitute maybe not having someone so we maybe delve more into our work or we try to uh, make ourselves feel better through successes, and we've all been through it. But at the end of the day, most people want to share their lives with someone, you know, and it takes, and to really ha- to, to really have something that is substantial, it may take a little bit of waiting. It definitely takes building and it takes you showing up, yes, physically, but emotionally. There's just, some people are just, there's a lot of people out here that, that are dating who shouldn't be dating, who are really not ready to date because they are emotionally unavailable. You know, they're just not, you know, you know how, you ever been with somebody and they say they want you there, they say they want you to be with them, or they may make, Space for you uh, in their home, but they they didn't really carve out space for you in their heart. <laughs> that kind of situation, or they say they want you in their lives, but they haven't really changed. Don't say you have to change fundamentally who you are, but you do have to make room for somebody. Everybody wants to feel needed and loved, no matter whether or not you're successful or not. You do have to create a space for someone. Conversing and investing your time into that art form is one way of making space and time for somebody, for someone. Consistency is so important. It is so important to show, because consistency, okay, shows a level of commitment where a person feels like they can depend on you. Are you superwoman? Are you superman? No. But that level of trust, because that also, when you're consistent, that also lends itself to the next, to your partner or someone that's interested in you and being a little bit more open to sharing their lives with you. Nobody wants a disappearing act. You come and you go. I see you today. Maybe I hear from you two weeks from now. Nobody, that doesn't feel safe. For anyone, that doesn't feel safe, that doesn't feel good, it doesn't make anybody feel like they can trust you with with the sensitive parts of who they are, with their emotions, with their physicality, anything. That doesn't set up a, um, that does not set up a foundation of trust and definitely not a foundation where I can really converse with you so you can get to the soul and the core of who I am. Not when you're not consistent, surely when you're not consistent. You know, these things, building, showing up, consistency, emotional availability, I think for some has become somewhat of an inconvenience. It did, You know, some people just don't want to get to that standard. I don't have time for that. That's just too much of a standard. I had someone tell 
a friend of mine the other day. I don't do phones. I don't. I don't really. You know, I don't really be on the phone like that. Well, so when do you? How do you <laughs> develop a relationship or interaction if I'm not? If we're not conversing, I mean, is it is a Skype app required for this relationship? Do I need a Skype app in order to be with you? Is that the only way I can, like, you know, (laughs) come on. We really have to go back to some of the fundamentals, to the basics. And I think it's having, I really think it's, it's, it's having an impact. It really is having an impact on our, I think, our families, on our friendships, and our intimate uh, relationships. Con- conversing is is conversing is an exchange of energy. You know, it's a it's a, a it's a but you need something to exchange. Though you need you need something to exchange. It just can't be okay. Well, one person is uh, doing all of the opening up and the and the talking, and the other person on the end is doing all the listening. You ever have a relationship like that or a friendship like that where the other person just talking, 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 and they just expect you to listen, 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 but they don't give you, they don't make space for you to give your input. There is a, now understand, there is a time and place just to listen, but I'm just saying where there's an imbalance, where there's a calling and a dumping onto you, but then you don't have an opportunity now to kind of uh, share what's going on in your in, in emotional world. Conversing is an exchange of energy. You know, uh, are you in a situation where <laughs> you have somebody that's always depressed and you're only, you're the only supportive one? That's not an exchange. Of, that's that's not a, a healthy balance of exchange of energy. Not at all. Are you the are you the only source of entertainment? In this exchange, you know, conversing is an exchange of energy. But, again, in order to, number one, you have to have something to exchange. You have to be not afraid to be you. Because I think sometimes when people are afraid to show show up as themselves, it creates this block. And there's not a flow in the conversation. It's not a, it's, it's not a, there's just like a block. There's just listen. Sometimes it, um, I used to tell my students. I used to teach uh, masters of social work students, and I used to tell them that with you know when you're with clients, don't be afraid because a lot of them will be scared. Like cause I said, listen, the client already believes that you're the expert in the room. Okay, you've studied this. You this is your field, so you have to go in with that confidence. Now, if the client is giving you a little bit some silence, don't be afraid of the silence. Number one, because the silence gives you information when when a person is silent they're thinking about okay well what was it that you just asked me they're thinking about what you just said or what you just asked of them they're thinking about who if they answer this if they answer this question who they're giving this information to they're also thinking about how much of the information they want to give to what extent they want so silence has information don't be afraid of the silence but what i'm saying is that sometimes when a person doesn't show up as themselves it does create a block where you cannot, where the conversing, that exchange of energy is not happening because people are on, people are talking, people are conversing, but they're doing a, a dance, they're doing a jig, they're really not, they're really not showing up as themselves. They're they're entertaining and trying to impress, 
and trying to put on some form of a show, and but you can't live up to that. You won't be able to live up to that over time. You have to show up as yourself, you know. And I think that's what's missing. We just want, I think people are just missing real. And maybe that, maybe that's why reality TV is such a, a, a big thing, because people want real lives. Like they want to pair into, it's almost like they're vicariously living through somebody else's life, you know, watching someone be so totally out and totally just out there and, and bold and vibrant and in some cases ratchet. But it's almost like, they're still living, and they're living out loud, and they're doing whatever they want to do. And I think some the reason why people watch those things because people want to feel something. People want to feel something. You know, people do want to share. People do want to discuss. People do want to converse with someone, you know, in a relationship. They want to figure life out with someone, you know. But it's hard to do that when... You have others who are not as invested and who think that because you want to do this, that 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 that's that you know that's that's too much of a standard. That they feel like oh, you want me to jump through a hoop and a hurdle. Is that really a hoop and a hurdle, or is that called effort? Do good is three four seven eight three eight eight nine one seven. Is that a hoop and a, am I asking you to be in Cirque du Soleil or am I just asking you to give me a little bit of effort, to show some effort? Really, that's all people want. People want to know, you know, do they matter? They want to know, have you been listening? They want to know, do you care? They want to know, can they depend on you? And you can't ask for what you don't give now, <laughs> That's another thing. You really can't ask for what you are not willing to invest and give. And also, to the bleeding hearts out there, you better know when to give it. You better know when to hold or when to fold because you don't necessarily have to be a bleeding heart. You know, love is great and and, and, and investing in someone is a beautiful thing, but you definitely have to know when to hold or when to fold because at the end of the day, when you start planting seeds into uh, uh, unproductive ground, then you start resenting the seed and resenting yourself and all of that, and that's not that's not healthy and that's not good. You don't you don't want the ways of the world and other people's ways to turn you cold. You don't want the ways you don't want what somebody was not willing to do because of their own stuff make you turn into some cold stone hearted person and change who you funded the fabric of who you are. You you know, and, and life can sometimes do that to you. Life can really sometimes you know, there there are some people out there who I always say they slice you and dice you, and they they step over the body and won't even turn back to look around and see if you, you know, uh, there's some people out there that are like that, you know, and hopefully in life they will learn. And sometimes they will learn through their own experience of, of meeting somebody that's even worse than they are, you know. But, I, there, but there have been a lot of people, a lot of good-hearted people that have fallen by the wayside because they let somebody out there who have issues with themselves and self-esteem issues with themselves impact how impact your heart and who you are in this world and the fabric of who you are. And so you walk around with a guard up, distancing yourself from people because you know what? You're just trying to you trying to save whatever it is that you have left. 
Whatever little piece of heart you have left, you're trying to hold, keep that, guard that up so that you can hopefully have enough left, a piece of your heart left for the right person when they finally do come along. But guess what? When that right person that does come along, that, that really deserves you, you, they don't deserve a piece. They don't deserve a piece of a little heart you have left. And so that's where the tragedy lies. That when the right person comes along, you know, you 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 know, all you have is a piece of a remnant of a heart. That's that's the tragedy. You know? Vulnerability is not weak. Vulnerability is not you at a loss. Vulnerability is not something that you should shun or or, uh, stay away from. There's people out there, and you you know what? To a certain extent, you just have you have to believe because if you start stop believing that, it's no telling what this world will be. If you stop believing that there are people out there who want to love, there are people out there who. Who, who want to be loved, and there are people out there who are ready and who are ready for love. You can want it, but not be ready. You can be open to it, but not. You know, there are people out there who 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 want those the things that you want. So you don't necessarily have to dumb it down. If you know that you like to connect through conversing or you like to actually be taken out on a date, don't dilute who you are and just succumb to uh, a text message every here and there, a Facebook inbox or whatever that's not uh, substantial just to keep that person or just to, you know, have that uh, interaction. You're just going to take a pizza, take a, a, a crumb of whatever you can get. No, 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 no. Don't dumb yourself down to that. You want interaction, you want something um, substantial, you want to build, you want to create something that's going to last, you put that out there. You say, this is what I want. This is what I require even of myself. This is what I need in my life. First, you've got to identify that it's missing you got to figure out how you can strengthen some of those skills because some of the things I may have said, you you may find that, yes, you don't even have that, that that maybe is the missing link. But then you got to trust that, and you got you have to trust that that thing will show up in your life. And also, when you are faced with uh, options that come your way, and they don't want to, they, they don't think that it is too much, it's a hoop, the hurdle, they they feel like they have to jump through. Don't even don't don't even give it the time and energy, because it's not going down a road you want to go down. Reach out, connect. Spend time. We want to have this relationship. You have. You, it, it does take a level of investment. People don't want to invest. They want to know. Well, if I'm going to invest, you know, <laughs> they're handling people like a like a um, 
a business deal. Well, well, how much of my, you know, how much of my shirt that I'm going to have on when I leave a, or, or for, when I get up from off the table? I, I, I need to leave out with this deal with as much as my shirt on as possible. I want to make sure, you know, that's not how relationships work. You want to figure out what your odds are before you, no. I mean, have we resulted to that? And if we have, we have got to, to, something has got to be done. And if i got to do it on this radio show, do this radio show, I surely will. Investment is needed. Investment is needed. It is good to connect. Yes, it is good to it's good to connect with someone. It it feeds the soul to know that you can just sit down. When's the last time you just sat and had a coffee date? You know, because I'm gonna tell you, do good. My do good is out there. You know, if somebody want to take me on a date. I'll do the 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 evening late night dates. You you agreeing to a coffee date lets me know that you really want to get to know me. <laughs> you know, or the dim lights and the music or whatever. I don't need it. Do you want to see me in the light of day over some coffee where it's just a nice, you know, uh, environment? You want to look me in my eyes. I don't have to have one, no, you know, I love red lipstick. I don't have to have one necessarily all of that. You know, you really just want to have a conversation with me. That is so attractive. When's the last time you had a coffee date? When's the last time you met up with your partner or your mate or someone that you're dating, you know, interested in? It's for a long walk. Just a, a, a nice, a, a nice walk. If you live in Brooklyn, a nice walk in Fort Greene somewhere. Let's have a picnic in the park. The simple, it is the simple things, is what creates. The, to me, the substantial things, you know, the simple things. You don't need a whole lot of things in between. The simple things. People want to connect. People want to establish something. And I know people always say New York can be a lonely place. It can be. You know why? Because people are just so into their where they gotta go, what they have to do, uh, getting to where they need to go. It it really is a hustle and bustle city. People really don't take, take the time. Everybody's a stranger. You know, everybody is look out, hold your purse. That's what city we live in. You know, you just can't really try. If you get a little too close, I'm looking at you sideways. I'm giving you the sign up because I don't really know if you're about to shank me or whatever. You know, that's that's the city I grew up in, and with and with those realities, because you know, <laughs> it's a reality in this city, in any large metropolitan city, in 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 that kind of environment, it does when you when you when that's the culture, it will impact. Whether or not you can, you feel like you can trust people. Uh, uh, how much of your yourself you want to tell about yourself? Uh, you, you think, oh, you know, if I if I if I let you in on this, that you're gonna, you know, uh, uh, throw me under the bus at the end of the day. It, you, you have all of these thoughts, and I'm telling you, in this day and age, it has impacted how we love one another. Sad to say, but I am committed to investing. You know, not just in, um, you know, opposite sex and developing relationships. I'm, I'm invested and I'm committed to my friends, to my girlfriends, and just learn, and also different people, people that I, I may meet. People that I may meet. I never forget 
uh, a few years ago, I was on uh, the metro. I was on a train, and I I just had this. It was something that I had on of African. Um, a bracelet, and it sparked a conversation with this, this wonderful man <clears throat> who was from Guinea. And he started to, and because I had on that bracelet, he started to talk to me about his culture and and and, and practices there, and and what family meant, and um, and people were just <laughs> people were looking at us because they clearly knew that I didn't know because I had walked onto the train and he was already sitting there and I, I was already talking with a, a friend of mine and then uh, my girlfriend she got off the train and I'm just sitting there just staring off into space and then he begins to talk to me so everybody kind of pretty much people who were sitting in our area saw this interaction happen and then this, this thing turned into a long conversation but it was so rich and I was like wow you know you're sitting next to people you may travel with the same people every day whether you're on the train or a bus you never know who's sitting beside you. That can just open up your whole world and your whole life and mind to new things. And I was so happy that I just took the time to explain to him, you know. He, actually, he took the time to explain to me um, the nature of the bracelet that I had on, which so happened to be um, a guinea uh, guinea bracelet. that I didn't even know this, this you know. And so that developed into other things. I was able to learn more about this person's culture. I haven't seen them in, a, in several years. But it was a stranger. It was just a stranger passing through life, you know, the art form, the com- com- conversing as a lost art form. It is a lost art form. But I intend to bring it back. I definitely intend to spend more of my time uh, investing my time. You know, investing my time into getting to know people. Stop thinking that you don't, you know, you, you, just by looking at somebody, you don't have something in common. Or, you know, maybe you see somebody and maybe they're reading a book that you have read before or, or a book that you wanted to read. Somebody in passing, you know, or, or at, a, at, a, at a coffee shop or something of that nature. Don't be afraid to speak to people. <laughs> You never know what blessing is is waiting for you in that person or in that conversation. And all of this is just really the heart of this is about being open to life, being open to, to life and being open to possibilities. That's a beautiful thing to wake up every day that, you know, God allows you to open your eyes to have a just a level of expectation about your day, expectation about, you know, who, you, who you're going to meet today or who you're going to impact today or who, who's going to come, you know, uh, through your day today that, that you might meet that, that might be just a fabulous person or somebody that can be a friend. Some people out there don't need relationships. They need to be in intimate relationships. Some people are really just looking for a friend. Some people really just want friendship and they want they want to be heard they want to be seen and they want to be connected to someone they want to know that some people just need to talk about their experiences because they still haven't figured out what those events in their life meant they're still trying to figure out what what was it all for and sometimes just having somebody to speak to to figure life out with it's such a it's such a cathartic thing. We take it for granted. Other human beings, closeness, support, 
You know, I, I just think we take each other for granted. And we kind of go in and out of people's lives, and, and you know we just, you know people even do that with friends. They jump from friend to friend to friend, and they don't really build anything. They just oh you're the flavor of the month now, and then when I find somebody new who's a new flavor, uh, you know then goodbye, and I'm gonna jump to this new social circle, and have no concept. Of, of any of a damage that they may have left behind, or they have no concept of an empty space that they may have left in someone's lives. We got to be more conscious individuals, not just about what's going on in our world. There's going to always be something going on. There's always, as long as you you wake up and you put two feet on the ground, there will always be something going on in your world, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. But we got to be interested. If you're interested in others and you care about others, you will invest that time to be a friend. You will invest that time to pick up a phone and call somebody and say, hey, I haven't heard your voice in a long time. I'm just calling it. You ran across my mind. Do you know that that might help somebody? Do you know you might call somebody just in the nick of time? You ever get an unction to just call uh, somebody just comes through your mind? You just uh, let me let me just call that person. No text. Let me just call. Let me call that person. Hopefully they'll pick up. I move on energy. I there are people that I just will randomly call. They, they'll, they'll, their uh, name will just come through my my mind, and I'll just hey, I would you know, I you know hey, I, I was just thinking about you. When you get some free time, let's let's do something, you know, before before winter. You know, I'm good. I'm good for stuff like that. I will I will try my best, you know, because I with my acting and my performing, I'm I'm you know I have a lot of different schedules. But when I have that free time, I like to connect as best as I can to support my friends and support and to go out to different things and to be around people. I I like to be around people. I have my time to myself, but I like because it, it's so much you can learn when you're around others. Let's not be so closed off from life. You might be blocking your own blessing because you don't want to reach out to somebody. Don't block your way. Don't get in your own way. Why get in your own way? You know? There's somebody out there. I, you know, and I keep, I, it's just in me to say there's somebody out there. You know, I got to do good at listening, I'm sure, who maybe wants to even repair a friendship with someone. Maybe you had it on your do list to call somebody and say sorry and reignite a friendship or something, and you just can't, you know, you just keep putting it off because, it, like I said, some people, it, it, it's hard. It's hard for them to, to show up and be themselves. It's, you know, it's just you, you're that, that vulnerability. You're afraid to be vulnerable. Do it. It's such a freeing thing. And when you invest in others in that way, I assure you, you're investing in yourself. And when you invest in others, you invest in yourself. And ultimately, if that keeps going, then our world will definitely become a better place. Do good is, listen, I love you guys. <laughs> and I just, you know, with this platform, we always want to empower. We always want to inspire because 
I'll do good as a go-getter. We always say that. So, you know, it's about go get. Today, the conversation was really about go get some interaction. Go get a relationship, like a substantial, something that is substantial. When I say go get a relationship, I'm not saying go jump into anything. What I'm saying is, you know, if you find that you're in a circle of just shallowness and there's no depth there, go invest that time. Go go get some real in your life. Go get some depth. Go get something substantial. Go get, go find a connection. Invest. Reach out. Connect. I promise you, you'll be better for it. I promise you, you will develop more into who you were meant to be when you learn from others and you connect with others. Now, we used to do our do-gooders of the week, <laughs> and I want to give us, I do want to give a strong shout-out to this young sister, Amanda Stenberg, honey. She is from, if you're a, a fan of Hunger Games, 16 years old. She's our do-good of the week, 16 years old. She put out this, um, it, it wasn't a, she, she put out this essay that basically Examined. She it was a backlash to a personal a writing segment that she, she wrote where she was examining and talking about cultural cultural appropriation, and that people of African descent are denigrated, but yet their culture and their features are somehow celebrated. And one thing she said, and I think this this Amanda, you are so on point, honey. You are so fierce. She said. Let's, and when, when she started to get the, the, the angry, uh, the, the backlash as to what she was saying, she, her response was, let's end this angry black girl narrative. I'm not angry. And I, I agree with you, Amanda Stenberg, we're not angry, we're just informed. So you definitely get the do-gooder of the week. And we also want to give the do-gooder of the week to um, Pure Land Pictures. They are a Brooklyn-based film and uh, commercial production company. And they have put together a um, documentary. Now, check this out. They put together a documentary about single fathers, okay? Uh, And it's by award-winning Emily Apt. And I think the producer that came on to it is uh, one of the the, uh, producers that have been added on to the producer list is Omar Epps. It's a documentary on single fathers. You definitely, definitely, definitely have to go check that out. Pure Land Pictures is really, really doing it. And I'm so excited. I I know that they have, uh, they definitely had a a Kickstarter campaign at some point uh, based in uh, uh, 2014, and they made their Kickstarter goal, but the name of the documentary is Daddy Don't Go. And I think if you uh, definitely, when this comes out, I think that you would definitely get a kick out of this. It's it's four, about four uh, single fathers who are really struggling and really doing their thing to um, take care of their children. We definitely want to salute you. And last but not least, if you want to catch your girl, Ariana Faiza, <laughs> out and about in the city, I will be in the New York International Fringe Festival, okay? I will be in a play called Parthenogenesis, written by Patrick Cleary and directed by Ashley Marinaccio, who is also a company member with me in Rebel Theater. Uh, we, will be, uh, our, our, we will be showing a Saturday 
August 15th at 4.15 p.m., Monday, August 17th at 9 p.m., Thursday, August 20th at 9 p.m., and Sunday, which will be our final showing, on the August 23rd at 6 p.m. at the 20, at 21A Clinton Street between Houston, I think, and Stanton. It's called the Cow C-O-W Theater. I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. it, it it's different now because it examines um, – well, I don't know if I want to give it all the way now. I don't know if I want to give it all the way. But it it, it, it examines family relationships and um, concepts of the concept of fatherhood. I'll just put it at that. <laughs> you definitely got to come and, and, and definitely be in our audience. If you want to get tickets, www.fringenyc.org. Once again, that's www.fringenyc.org. NYC.org. We want to thank you so much for your support and for listening with us. And you know what, Do Good is? We hope that uh, you uh, enjoy our program. We strive to make sure that we have quality program for, programming from you for you for week to week, every Wednesday, live at 8 p.m. Our girl, Shay Meminger, will definitely be with us next week and we'll continue this dialogue. And you know what? We love you. We definitely love you, and I will say this. If anything that I have said today has touched your heart, if anything I said today that you want to implement in your life, implement it. You know, implement it. Make a change. Decide to make a change today, all right? All right. (laughs) Well, determined to be a do-gooder, Put that goal in sight and go open other doors for yourself and ultimately for others. Remember, whatever you want in life, you can have it. I do good as I go get it. So get up. Get up, do good as and go get it. See you next week. Have a wonderful day.